When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Jim Duke Perspective Radio. Whatever we once were, we are no longer a Christian nation. We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. Glad to sit here at the right hand of It is a big idea, a new world order. We are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. News and information, conspiracy, prophecy, signs of the times, biblical insight. Welcome to Jim Duke Perspective Radio. The false gospel of Jesus Christ. What do people think when I say that? They are they saying are they thinking I'm saying that there is a false gospel that the gospel of Jesus Christ is false? Well, according to some of the messages out there, some of the gospel out there, There is a false message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's also a true gospel. There's only one gospel, and there's many paths to uh, false messages that some are giving to make it an easy path, to make it a wide path, to make it an ecumenical path to the same God, and sometimes even to a different God, and saying that there are many paths to God. We're going to sort this out and show that even though there's a variety of ways that people interpret to enter heaven, there's only one true way. Welcome to Jim Duke Perspective. I'm Jim Duke, and my co-host Bob Natupski is with me. My website is jimdukeperspective.com, and uh, you can listen live from that site, and you can also find our other uh, podcasts and articles I write, and things I want to point you to. You can listen on iTunes, Stitcher. You can even hear it on YouTube. You can go to YouTube, and uh, I I really urge you to subscribe to that, and subscribe to iTunes if you can, if you listen that way, or Stitcher. It'll help us out, really, and we have listeners that are uh, coming to us from India, Africa, France, uh, Britain, so other parts of the world. This is an international show reaching out to far reaches of the earth, wherever I guess they have the web, because <laughs> this is an online web uh, show, radio. So that's uh, that's how, how you can listen. Our sponsor is AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. That's where you can find the finest in long-term food supplies and survival equipment and such. And check out their Bible Drive and their Veteran, veteran Drive. They uh, help out veterans. If you can assist them and you want to assist veterans, you can contact them as also. But if you want to store up some survival equipment, 
for an emergency, give them a call. Check out their website and see what they have to offer. They can offer packages and they can offer customized packages. They can offer just basically weekend survival kits. Tell them Jim Duke sent you and they may give you a free pepping, prepping consultation. That's americansurvivalwholesale.com. So the gospel, some there's so many different groups that try to recite what the gospel is. And others will say that if a group is speaking about Jesus Christ, they're speaking the truth and they're on our side. Who are we to say that their gospel is off? I had a gentleman tell me that, who am I to be arrogant enough to say that one group interpreting the scripture is is prominent over another reciting the gospel? You know, if they're speaking Jesus Christ, who am I to tell which one are false or not? Well, the scriptures give us that identity. We're going to go through some of that. But I posed back a question to this gentleman and said, are you saying anyone that recites Jesus Christ is of God? And they said, it's not up to you to differentiate. And I said, well, then you have to accept the Jehovah's Witnesses that's been identified as a false group. You have to uh, differentiate, or you can't differentiate between the Mormons who speak on Jesus. But you know what you also can't speak on? You can't speak against the New Agers who also have a doctrine of Jesus. Yeah, they do. They have a doctrine of Christ consciousness, of Jesus, the Avatar, Ascended Master, a lower one compared to Sanat Kamaro and others. But according to them, the path to Jesus Christ is Christ awareness in yourself, narcissism. Is that a true gospel? Luke 9.50 tells that Jesus said unto some that were uh, questioning, he said, forbid them not, for he that is not against us is for us. So they say, well, if people are speaking about Jesus Christ, they're not against us, they're for us. But he also told that there is some who preach a false sense of, of, of entry into heaven, a false eternal life. Many churches adopted ways to allow acceptance into heaven, some by reciting nice phrases called the sinner's prayer. You know, just say this and you'll enter heaven. Others by promoting good works. They don't always call it that, but what they do is they give you a, a wink wink as you are uh, promoting their programs and, and participating in their works, and then they assume you're saved, you know, you're in with their fold. Some by simple attendance of their facility, of their church, and acceptance into the community. And how what that what I get from that is like acceptance into a community is some churches bring people from the outside around them in the community into their fellowship. And it's like a community center. Come on into our fellowship that's in your neighborhood and hear about Jesus. So the people come in, they hear about Jesus, they hear about what Jesus did for them, they hear about salvation, but no one ever really comes up to them and disciples them and finds out if they really know Jesus Christ and have a relationship with them. They either assume they do, or they have them come up for a sinner's prayer 
or a, a altar call at the end and say anybody that wants to receive Jesus. And sometimes they do that. And, you know, that's one way to do it. But what happens is when you have a group of people in a church, in a facility, and you don't know where they are, what level they're at, you can assume that they know about Jesus Christ. So what you start doing is spoon-feeding them ways to understand Scripture and to be included. In other words, like give the buzzwords, say these things, uh, learn the lingo. We call it Christianese, learning the lingo of the Christian talk. And little do you know, they're talking like a Christian, thinking that they're in because they've been around others that told them they're saved. And if they're here and they believe in Jesus Christ, they're saved. Well, they might be a, believe in Jesus Christ. They might know who he is. Hate to tell you, though, that the devil knows who Jesus Christ is and believes in him. The devil and the devils shake. They quake in their boots at the name of Jesus Christ. But they do know that he, who he is. They, they know, they believe in him. They don't deny him. But their belief in him is a little different than what Scripture says to believe in the gospel. And a lot of people will come on a false indication that they're saved because they acknowledge who Jesus Christ is. And no one ever went deeper to give them the deep root of salvation, to explain to them exactly what they need. So there's become many gospels. Not only that, there are churches, believe it or not, who bring people in to try to build their numbers to make it look good, to make them look popular. And they will bring people in and just basically drag them in and say, hey, you want to know about Jesus? You want to know about Jesus? And by those numbers, they believe that they're reaching people and they're giving them a false indication that they're saved never really talking about sin, never talking about repentance, never talking about what you need to do, but basically telling them, you're all right, I'm all right. Thank you for appearing here. Give your tithes and offerings at the door and be on your way. And a lot of them, it's an occupation. They need people to fill the pews. It makes them look good. It makes them feel prestigious within the community, authentic. And... You know, by never addressing the sin issue, by never addressing whether people are really honestly serving Jesus Christ, but serving the church, of course, the programs, you can get free labor out of your congregates that way, it's, 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 uh, it's given a false sense of security. Now, Scripture does say, 2 Corinthians 11.4, For if he that cometh preach another Jesus... Him we have not preached, or if you receive another spirit which you have not received, or another gospel which you have not accepted, well, that's not good. What this verse indicates is that there is another Jesus. There is another spirit, and there is another gospel. You want to add anything so far, Bob? Um, well, you covered a lot. Uh, just recap a little. Uh, another Jesus would be, Jesus means, you know, Savior. Christ means like Messiah or anointed one. So another Jesus or another Christ 
would be an alternate path to heaven. And yet straight and narrow is the way, and few there be that find it. So when Jesus himself said that, he was talking to those who went to the church or, or actually the synagogue of the day. He wasn't talking to the pagans or the heathen. He was talking to the religious. So um, now you mentioned a point about, uh, you know, like saying a little prayer and getting people to trust in that. Right, the sinner's prayer, whatever that's called. Uh, <clears throat> when I was a kid, my first job was washing dishes well, at a restaurant. And when the new waitresses would come, they would start complaining about the church crowd on a Sunday. And the other waitresses would call them into the back and say, listen, you got to be nice to them because uh, then uh, you'll get your tips. You know, this is our biggest day for tips. And, you know, if they give you, you know, a piece of paper, you know, you tell them to read it. If they ask you to go to church, say, yes, I, you know, I would like to. Yeah, I can't do it now because of the work schedule, but I would like to go to yours and things like that to get the money. And here these people were thinking they were doing the work of the Lord, and they're getting the waitresses to listen to them just so some money would come out of their pocket into the waitress's pocket. I'm going to I'm going to be blunt here, yep. and I'm going to make a statement. False or true? Ready? The, the gospel of Jesus Christ isn't that everyone is saved and going to heaven. I had a lot of people tell me, you would like this church. They tell everybody they're going to heaven. And I tell them, that, well, that's not the true gospel. That's, that's, a, that's actually, that's terrible that everyone, that means Hitler's going to heaven. That means, you know, you know, and, and people want to say, well, no, he's not because he's bad. Oh, and you're not? Oh, no, no, I don't wish anything evil on anybody. I've never murdered anybody. I, that's not the, that's not what's keeping you, that's not what's keeping you to go to heaven. That's not your standard. The standard isn't you and it isn't Hitler. It's God's standard. And he says, all falls short of the glory of God. All have wickedness in their heart, and none seek after him. All right, ready? The gospel isn't that everyone's saved and going to heaven upon one's desire. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but that's not going to get you in because you want to. Sorry. It's not one's own merit of good works, and it's not because one is generally a good person. The gospel is that despite your sin— in separation from God because of a sinful nature, you can still be recognized by him if you trust in his given covenant, which is his son, Jesus Christ. And it requires not a good life, not good works, but repentance of the sin that you've lived in and personally trusting, believing, putting your faith in him, in Jesus, for that remission of sin because you can't, release your own sin, and believing on his merit for salvation that he grants for your, you know, to make up for what you lack. You must be born again, Jesus said. That means born from above, because flesh can't enter into heaven. 
You can't enter by your, your, your physical self. You can only enter when your spirit's regenerated, and it can only be regenerated upon repentance and upon belief in Jesus, because Jesus, in turn, gives you the Holy Spirit that you are born from above, from heaven. He offers that to grant access to God and receive eternal life. God, therefore, looks upon him when he sees you once you are sealed and he has given you that uh, seal of the Holy Spirit. There is no other way. I'm sorry, you know, those that want to say that's not fair to Hindus. Hindus have every right and every access to see Yesu, Yeshua, Jesus, and what his salvation is. There, there is a narrow path. Jesus said there is a narrow path. It's not wide, but Christians today want to make a wide gospel. If you remember Billy Graham, uh, he was talking about how there are some that are saved and don't know it. They don't, they don't, they're not even born again, but they're going to enter heaven because they don't know that God has called them. And uh, he says the path is wide. Well, that contradicts Jesus Christ, who says straight is the gate and narrow is the way. That's not my words. That's not Billy Graham's words. Matter of fact, Billy Graham's contrarying Jesus. That's Jesus' words. But Christians today have compromised the gospel, allowed another way, which is no more than, allow, than, than coming in by another door through, by a thief. Jesus says, I am the door, I am the way. I am the truth, the life. Anybody coming in another way is a thief, a robber. So the gate is specific. It's narrow. And we fail in our living of the human uh, physical life that we live in until our spirit is regenerated. We're, We're making the gospel perverted and counterfeit, and that's a different gospel. You can't receive eternal life by proxy either. No prayer of others, no prayer of being prayed out of prayed out of uh, purgatory, uh, no being brought up in a Christian family. You have to personally be born again. You can't be a, of Jewish bloodline, not by blood or the will of man. That's what the scriptures say. Nor by desires, nor by any other method. Uh, but a payment has to be met. And only Jesus can do that. One can't fuse into salvation by joining in a community of believers. And there's not enough of good works that can grant access by any declaration, any creed, or any penance paid. There's only one mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ, Scripture tells us. This is why... I come against the false religions and faiths, even amongst the Christian faiths, that don't tell people the truth. Why don't they tell people the truth? Well, a lot of times they'll lose their payroll. They don't want to do that. So they make the road wider and just tell you, you know, it's not your fault you are a sinner. It's not your fault. God loves you. Therefore, just come in. Just accept him. Well, it takes more than accepting him. Ready? Ready for this? The scriptures actually tell what the gospel is. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. This is Paul speaking to the brethren in the Corinth. 
He said, Brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached to you, which you also have received, and which you stand, in which you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you believed in vain. Hmm, you can believe in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I have received, how that Christ died for our sins according to scriptures, that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And then he was seen by Cephas in the twelve. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. After that, he was seen by 500 brethren. But some had fallen asleep. And then it tells that many had seen him and they've witnessed this, but they witnessed their their spirit being made alive. But this is the gospel right here, that they believe on the resurrection. And if you do not believe on the resurrection, you don't believe that you can be saved. It says, but if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not risen. And if Christ is not risen, our preaching is vain and your faith is also vain. So without the, re- without the resurrection of Jesus Christ, without you believing in it, what are you saved into? So these preachers that are telling you you're saved just by being there or just by wanting to know God, that's not the remedy. Jesus actually tells you there's a work to be saved. I can't recall the scripture. I don't know if you know it, Bob. But it says there's one work that you believe. And I love that word believe in the Greek because it's bigger than what we say in, in the English. Believe in the Greek doesn't mean to acknowledge. I mean, we can, we can believe in, G, in George Washington. We can believe what he did, you know, setting up a declaration, and, you know, being our first president. But we don't truly have a faith or a trust in him that we'd adhere to him. He's not even around anymore. But the believing in Jesus is a word in Greek, it says pistuo. And pistuo is a harder word than just acknowledging. It means to fully put your weight upon, put your full trust in, adhere to, as though if he wasn't there, you'd fall because you'd have nothing to grasp. That's the adherence that you must have as Jesus is the vine and we are the branches getting our nutrients from the vine. Otherwise, you'll fall. That's the deep relationship you need with Jesus Christ. And you can only get there by understanding, acknowledging the the scripture, the gospel, and believing unto Jesus Christ to be saved. But there are so many other gospels, isn't there, Bob? So many other ways that people say, 2 Timothy 3 says they're having a form of godliness but denying its power. Some give you the essence that they know God, but they're obviously liars. They're denying the power of the Holy Spirit to bring you into eternal life and other things. Well, 
Well, when you get these people who say that there's many different ways, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. So there's not many Jesuses. Now in Hosea 6, 9, there's a very interesting verse. And as troops of robbers wait for a man, so the company of priests murder in the way by consent, for they commit lewdness. So these, uh, especially these uh, televangelists and these radio ones, you know, they consent to all different things. Um, part of, you know, lewdness could be, you know, some of the stuff you see on TV that you wouldn't want your children to see or you hope they didn't catch it and understand it. But the priests murder in the way by consent. So if they say there's many ways, whether it's, you know, through some false Christ like Buddha or through Allah or whatever, uh, spiritualism, they're consenting to that and it's murder. It's the second death. It's the eternal death in the lake of fire. So when we come to Christ, you know, he talks a lot about childlike faith. When you were a kid, you f fall off your bike break your arm, or whatever. You trust your parents to patch you up, take you to the hospital, take care of you. You trust them to feed you. You trust them to teach you things and to raise you and to clothe you. So when you believe in Jesus, do you believe that he paid the price for your sin, that he was a sacrifice, that he rose again for your eternal life? Now, is it a life-changing experience? Nowhere do you find to ask him into your heart. Nowhere do you see people getting saved by praying a prayer. But everybody tells you to do this. See, in the Bible, it's when people acknowledged him as Christ. They believed it in their hearts. They didn't ask him to come into their hearts. They asked him for mercy. They repented. They, uh, or if you didn't see them repent, when they believed, they left Jesus being changed. They knew they had eternal life. They weren't told, well, you prayed to prayer, so you, you know, and that's what it says, you know. If you believed on Jesus, so you said that prayer, you said you believed in him, so therefore you were saved. But there's no change, there's no growth, there's no fruit. Well, if Jesus came to save us from our sin, then shouldn't there be a change? Yeah. And there's now there's a counterfeit to the message, to the gospel. And the counterfeit, um, there, there's a lot of people will attribute Christianity or belief in Christ to Catholicism because Catholicism boasts that it is the authority of Jesus Christ, vicaring Christ, which means that the Pope actually stands for Christ here on earth. The Pope is no more Christ than I am. Sorry, uh, Catholics, and sorry, Pope. You're not my authority. You're not God. You're not even my leader. The Catholics have been contaminating the faith since the 4th century. They took it upon themselves that they could not defeat it and I can't remember the the, the, the emperor uh, 
that was uh, tried to defeat Christianity and it, it spread. It, it spread like wildfire. And then uh, Emperor Constantine came into the picture. And Nero. He, no, it wasn't Nero. It was, uh, I can't remember his name. It was another one. Uh, I can't remember. But Constantine came in, knew that it couldn't be defeated, and he it was a rival to the paganism and his pagan religion. So he just incorporated it and turned it into a pagan religion and paganized Christianity and changed the names of their gods just like they had done to the Greeks. The Greeks, the Roman gods are nothing more than the Greek gods personified into the, into the Romans. And the Greek gods are nothing more than the Egyptian gods. The, the Christian faith of Catholicism and the gods naming the saints and such are nothing more than new names of the Roman gods. And they told people they must believe in this state pagan religion or they die. Well, there were still true Christians, and they had to defeat them and get rid of them. So they raised up an army, and they've always raised up armies to try to defeat the true Christians that would sway people from the state religion. And this has been going on through Vatican. This went on through Islam. Islam was actually raised up to fight against Christians, to, to reign in those that will be Catholic. But then it got out of control, and it, they realized their own... Uh, Arab uh, ties to Ishmael to have their own nation. <laughs> That's another story. But the Vatican also raised up uh, uh, an army called the Knights Templar to fight for them and keep their reign. And then the Knights Templar found out that they were perverted and satanic, and the Catholics had to get rid of them and raise up another army, which they raised up what's called the Jesuits. Now, the gospel has been counterfeited, and it's been contaminated, and a lot of it has been the blame of Catholicism. But this group, the Jesuits, were very notorious for defeating Christianity while guising themselves as Catholics for the Pope. But they had no more care about the Pope than anybody. They only used Catholicism as a universal faith to bring in the other religions so that they can control them under their reign, they can control the churches, and then thus control the nations through the churches. But their plan was to bring a universal mysticism. And uh, without getting deep into the Jesuits, the Jesuits loathed Protestantism. So when the Protestant rose up against Catholicism, they fought against Protestantism to abolish them. Well, they couldn't abolish them, so what they did was they embraced them and overtook them from inside, led a counter-reformation, and thus tricked a lot, a lot of the Protestants into coming into uh, the um, a false sense of the faith by contaminating Protestantism. Without getting into all these details, because this is another show, a whole other show, they weakened Protestantism from inside. They weakened Christianity by taking over seminars, seminaries. And then they taught the Christian clergy under their watered-down doctrines and inserted literature and frivolous topics to desensitize society, distract from uh, the, the, the focus on, 
on Jesus Christ to appease them with nonsensical information and basically water down the people. And then they could come in and overtake all the institutions. They started universities, and then they were, they were also found out as frauds, and they were abolished by Clement, Pope, Pope Clement, who uh, soon after was found poisoned because the Jesuits were also master assassins. <laughs> but they came back in 1814 under Pope Pius, and they started again with globalism, this time rising up an ecumenical religion using Catholicism, but now infiltrated into Protestantism with a false watered-down gospel that everybody can come into because it was easy to use Catholicism, it was universal, it was worldwide, and to use Christianity and insert mysticism and try to um, try to bridge New Age and occultism and witchcraft into Catholicism using what's called contemplative prayers, which is nothing more than mysticism. This is where you get your positive thinking in churches. This is where you get your, your gospel of uh, just think well and you will be well. Think of anything you want and just name it and claim it. And that is actually New Age Jesuit mysticism. Yes, there is prayers that we have that we pray unto our Father as we know Jesus Christ, and we come to our Father, and we ask him in modest, and we ask him not amiss, but in truth, things that are need. We petition to him our needs. But we don't call a genie out of a box, out of a bottle, and make them de- make him demand to give us a, a new thing. I remember a, a pastor on TV telling people, when you you need a you want a bicycle, you can exercise faith in the word of faith. This is a place of prayer. Uh, you can you want a bicycle? Name the bicycle. I want that bicycle. But you make it specific. I want a red bicycle with a basket and a bell. Make God know that you're demanding from Him exactly what you want. Wow, that's dangerous, isn't it, Bob? And that's what people are doing in the faith as well. Well, there's a YouTube clip uh, where you could probably do a search on it, where Joel Olstein's wife was doing that name it and claim it uh, type thing and demanding things of God. And in it, she says, who cares if it's God's will? You know, wow. you name it and you claim it. So God's going to give you something against his will. Now, you mentioned the Jesuits. Um, I'd like to remind people that Mystery Babylon is the mother of all harlots and abominations. So here's the thing. Whether it be sex magic, child molestation, sorcery, which would be drug use, it all comes from Mystery Babylon, some type of religious sorts. So if things seem confusing, it'd be good to do a study on Mystery Babylon, because you'll see that Mystery Babylon is what produced the Jesuits. In the Jesuit oath, it says, uh, my son, here, here, heretofore you have been taught to act the dissembler among Roman Catholics to be a Roman Catholic. Interesting. So they were there to pervert even more, the Catholicism of the day. 
Now, so Mystery Babylon has produced the Illuminati. Adam Weishoff was a Jesuit who became an Illuminati, got into Freemasonry. They produced the Freemasonry, uh, which were kind of uh, spread through the Knights Templar when they went to Scotland and united with Robert the Bruce, I believe it was. So, um, so whether it's you know Hinduism, any type of mysticism or spiritualism that is not writ that does not match the written word of God has been produced by Mystery Babylons. You can call it the Jesuits. You can call it the Illuminati. It's the biblical phrase is Mystery Babylon. Exactly. And the, uh, the um, essence of what the Jesuits are doing to bring us into Mystery Babylon is tearing down the true gospel and everything that I recited you from Scripture and make it a big, wider path for a universal religion. What this does is it breaks down Christianity and the Christian faith of Jesus Christ. And uh, uh, let me I don't know if I read this Scripture yet. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4, In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. What the Jesuits are acting upon is the work of the God of this world, blinding the minds of them so they believe not of the gospel. Why? Because if they can contaminate it, weaken it, cheapen it, pervert it, they can influence a universal Mystery Babylon religion, as Bob mentioned, to make the faiths all common, bring the best out of the faiths, leave out the essence of true salvation, and bring everybody into an ecumenical, which is a fancy word meaning commons. We focus on just the commons to make all the faiths basically reduced to one easy uh, you know, name or solution. And all working towards the same goal. So therefore, it doesn't matter under Jesuits whether you're Catholic, Protestant, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, or New Age. We can merge all these faiths into a compatible one-world religion, bringing us together. And then, after the gospel's been canceled out and the power of Jesus Christ has been reduced, then we can bring the God of this world, the force of this world, which is Lucifer, to reign over planet Earth and take over his place, which is what the Jesuit oath has, which is what the New Agers have, which is what the United Nations is intending to do under globalism. And if you doubt this, Go to the globalism of Jesuits under Georgetown University, and you will see that they do have a plan for for globalism. Check out the works of United Nations, and you'll find they're tied into Lucius Trust. Don't have time to go into this, but it's all a different gospel, a different Jesus, and a different spirit. You want the true spirit. And we gave you that. We told you what Jesus Christ has done and how you enter into eternal life by believing unto him, repenting of your sin, admitting you're a sinner, repent of your sin, and acknowledge him 
and he will give to you his Holy Spirit that witnesses to your spirit that you're saved, regenerating your spirit. That's the true gospel. Any other, there's only one, is a fake. Any other is a fake. And it's coming in by a different door that actually will be checked by the guard, guard, the gatekeeper, the doorkeeper, Jesus, and you won't get in by sneaking in another way. So that's what our message is tonight about the gospel. We shared it with you. We told you what it was. Now it's up to you to believe and receive. If you've done so, contact us. My website, jimdukeperspective.com. Share this information, especially those that need the gospel. Give this podcast. It's out for free. Give it out there to all your friends. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.